I'm Steph. And I'm Helen. And this is our podcast. Episode five. Dun, dun, dun. Can you believe it? I can't. It's so cool. I flipping love it. Um, It's called Helen and Steph Model Through but you probably didn't need me to say that because it's probably written in front of you somewhere where you're listening to us. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. And thank you, as always, for your lovely comments and feedback. It's really nice to read them all and hear them all. How was your weekend? Um, Do you know, it was good. I saw some friends that I haven't seen since March in real life. It was so nice. I did have a few gins, but... Uh, it was lovely. Yeah, we just had a barbecue and did some dancing. I forgot how much I missed dancing. It was really fun. Oh my goodness, so good. What was your go-to song to dance around to? Do you know what? We, my friend was doing an amazing job of DJing um, and that I love that Lady Gaga one, the new one, that it uh, rain on me or it will rain or whatever it's called. Rain <laughs> on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry sorry that is the one so as soon as I heard that I was like I'm really sad that I can't dance to this like nobody's watching so I was like put that song on and we were all like raving it up in the garden it was so fun oh that's (laughs) so good yeah it's good fun how was yours yeah good thank you I got to go up see some friends Sunday uh one of them's got I've not actually been to a house before beautiful very nice very nice indeed um had a really nice garden hilarious though because we all sat out in the garden and didn't realize how warm it was and our host my lovely friend fran was like um it's so warm it's unbearable it was literally like (laughs) roasting it was like we were in a yeah i don't know costadel costadel hackney on saturday uh, sunday but um oh, yeah lovely. lovely yeah it was it was quite sunny wasn't it the weekend actually it was it kind of came out of nowhere we've been used to it being a bit cloudy and then today it's really muggy like frizzy hair weather yeah it has got a bit humid mm, mm. it has worst kind of weather ew no ew no oh, so no. today oh talking about weather Actually, that's a that's a very apt way to lead into our topic of the week, which is dealing with change and building resilience. Um, obviously, not just with the weather, um, but we just felt like it would be a really good topic because at the moment there's a lot of change for people with, um, you know, the whole pandemic. I don't know if you've noticed that that's happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and things like jobs and um, just things that we maybe can't control about the future. And yeah, lots, lots of kind of change and stuff going on. And we thought it would be quite important to talk about how you can build up a bit of resilience in dealing with that. Yeah, I noticed in conversations at the weekend with friends, actually, that change was coming up a lot. And I think in the job sense, that's kind of been we had the pandemic thrust upon us and then inevitably with a lockdown that means the economy is going to slow down and then that later on has an impact on people's livelihoods which is so difficult but so important I think to be talking about it because I think when we do start talking about it we realize there's quite similar experiences going on for everyone at the moment particularly with um 
with jobs. I, I, I don't know about you, but it feels like this. It's really hard for. Well, actually, I say that. I was about to say that it's hard to find that kind of stability and safety in jobs at the moment. But I think some techie tech jobs or like anything based online is maybe more secure i don't know i'm not an, econ- an economist or anything so <laughs> please don't quote me <laughs> i've just made that up do you know what you sound like you could be steph i'd listen to your advice definitely <laughs> i have no idea i'm gonna go and get a, a, get a job in technology now yeah. not that i know anything about technology <laughs> i don't i'm rubbish <laughs> um yeah no you're totally right though i think it's I think a lot with the, with the pandemic, quite a lot of times I've noticed that it's caused this sort of divide in lots of areas. So between people that are having a terrible time or a great time and people who are actually finding that their life balance is better and people that are finding it much worse. Um, and it seems to have caused this real divide. But change at the moment feels, I think it feels really overwhelming. And the thing with change is we obviously can't always anticipate it but there are certain types of change that you can plan for and that you can't plan for or that is inevitable or isn't and I just think that at the moment there's a lot of unplanned and and unanticipated change and that brings with it like real kind of fear and this lack of control um, and it's not it's not the kind of positive change that we think about when we make changes in our own lives also random thought does it change does it change oh ironic um (laughs) does it change as you get older because I feel like when I was younger this is a broad sweeping statement about myself um I felt like I was a lot more fearless like we went traveling after university and I was fortunate enough to do that and they were like do you want to jump out a plane at 15,000 feet I was like yeah okay I will um now (laughs) No chance. Or it would take a lot more convincing. Yeah. I don't know. It felt a bit more bendy. Not, you know, physically, but just mentally. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's that's such a good point. And I think some of it comes with... So there's there's positives and negatives in that, isn't there? I think sometimes we like you can't detract from life lessons as you get older. I think you do naturally get a bit more able to deal with change because of, you know, you've been through more, you know, situations in your life. But definitely the more the older you get, the more um, what's the phrase risk averse you probably get. (laughs) Um, Mm. And sometimes that's almost impossible in change that you you know there are there are going to be risks and there are going to be times that you have to adapt quite quickly so it but yeah I think definitely when I was younger I worried less and I guess it comes with responsibility doesn't it you don't have so much to worry about that yeah when you're younger I guess I mentioned the job thing but I, I suppose the other areas of change that that can kind of happen are things like relationships I think that's a big one um family your body changing maybe through anything any kind of illness or um even I've seen this week I think it was actually um Millie McIntosh who's just had a baby and she's got what is it called postpartum where I, I don't quite understand it I sound really clueless now but it's to do with how your body is after pregnancy so that's mm. I guess changes physically in you isn't it Mm, yeah definitely yeah and I think like we said you can when you when you've got maybe a change in one of those areas it feels manageable but when 
maybe you're faced with change in a lot of those areas that's when it can feel really overwhelming Mm. Mm. yeah isn't there three the three most stressful things you can go through in life are changing job I want to say divorce and something else but I can't remember what the third one is Mm. I think moving house maybe moving house yes Mm. or like relocating that can be really stressful Mm. so that's I think that's one of the key things here isn't it with change is that it the reason why it's so hard is because it's stressful so it's stressful in itself in how you manage that change but it's also stressful in um how we can't predict the outcome all of the time and we can't control the outcome all of the time and when when things feel like that they can feel quite threatening and then your body then triggers your threat response (laughs) which is sometimes a positive thing you know when you're stressed to a certain level and it can make you kind of more focused and stuff but actually when that becomes too much it has the opposite effect so we're much more likely to think negative thoughts when we're stressed and we're much more likely to not be able to make good solid decisions when we're stressed and um, it's quite tricky then to navigate that change when you're feeling those things and not certain in your own mind that's so interesting that like physiologically it can have that impact without you even being conscious of it and I've heard some interesting things on this recently I mean there's people I've come across where they might be having those physical reactions and they can kind of communicate that and say I'm feeling this and I've spoken to the doctor or sometimes there's situations where they're not even you're not even aware of it and so it's kind of almost suppressed and then that's causing an underlying um, issue that you're not yeah you're not conscious of maybe Mm. yeah yeah that definitely happens it's funny how I mean any kind of mental health issue if you suppress it can come out it can present itself in in physical symptoms but you can't always link them because you're maybe not identifying with it it's very yeah it's really difficult um and I think the other the other thing that happens sometimes with change that can also cause kind of physical issues is it almost um often you'll be going through a similar process to what you do when you're when you're grieving so you, with change quite often you're there's a loss there somewhere so if you've lost a job or you've lost a relationship and you're you're kind of going through the grieving process and and that can be quite traumatic and there's a lot of similarities with that oh my goodness that is spot on because I mean it well I've already said in the bio about me doing radio so uh, that's uh, that's public knowledge and I feel so lucky to be able to do it I never thought I'd be able to do it um, as a job so every day I think this could be the last day of doing it but I'm really lucky to have done it so it's that kind of feeling but with what's happening in the industry at the moment it's really it is really unstable, like lots of industries and um, lots of cuts and um, lots of very talented people like losing their jobs. And I spoke to someone the other day that was facing that. And I think that uncertain period where you don't know which way it's going to go, say the company you're working for is um, uh, making cutbacks. Yeah, I, I did use the word it's like a grieving process actually I did say that because having gone through it myself it's a process and do you know what I find with that it's so difficult you can't speed it up sometimes (laughs) you're like okay good right great I'm crying I've done the sad bit I'm now really angry can we just like I've done denial like 
just move on. But you can't. You can't necessarily. No. Do you know what that's so true? And also you bounce between those stages. So there's a um, there's something called the change curve. I can't remember the psychologist behind it, but it's and it's been adapted in lots of different ways. But you go through all of these emotions. So deny, shock, denial, um, anger, and then into kind of acceptance. I'm just trying to picture it in my head um, and a kind of integration into your new life. But you can really bounce between those phases. So you think one phase is over and then suddenly... Yeah, you it's you're back to the angry stage, or you know, because something else has triggered it. It's yeah, it's it's a tricky old process to navigate, isn't it? That's the thing. Like, how do you how do you navigate that? I mean, I guess being aware of it is a good start. Maybe I don't know. Mm, yeah, definitely being aware of it, and I think like when we talk about um, resilience. So I found this lovely description on Mind mind are amazing by the way check out their website and their resources they do so much good stuff for mental health um so their their definition of resilience which doesn't just apply to change it you know applies to lots of things in life is uh, resilience is not just your ability to bounce back but it's also your capacity to adapt in the face of challenging circumstances whilst maintaining a stable mental well-being how nice is that quote but that just says it all, doesn't it? You're the centre and things could be happening around you and it's about finding that that ground, feeling grounded amongst all that. Mm, yeah, definitely. And just, you know, I like a good analogy. So if you think about like a yo-yo, right? So when you're going through this change, bear with, bear with. Um, I like it, I like it. This, <laughs> you're going through this change. I'm doing my little actions again. Oh, can um, I do a cradle is that one of the tricks no carry on oh yeah um and I when you talk about bouncing back um what's really important with building resilience is getting to a point where you have less far to bounce back so when you think of the yo-yo you can kind of drop it so it's a third of the way down or half of the way down and or you can drop it all the way down and then it's actually really difficult to get back up so when all of those times when you're all the things you're doing to build resilience actually are hopefully preventing you from dropping so low which makes your bounce back easier does that make any sort of sense I love that I really like that I'm gonna get a yo-yo to remind myself (laughs) yes do it and probably a good bit of exercise as well for the arm muscles yes but it's a bit also a bit like I think of it like a roller coaster as well and and there'll be times where I and I'm getting better at being aware of it where I feel myself dipping down into that okay we could go Mm. pretty down now and feel really rubbish and that kind of doubling down on stress when you've already got a stressful situation Mm. or could take a slightly easier going roller coaster ride and be a bit kinder to yourself yeah go on the teacups (laughs) they can be pretty crazy though the teacups yeah I know I'm not really a fan of like spinny rides to be honest (laughs) no we can't scream on them now either with corona Oh, no, you can't. No. Oh, God. Yeah, that would be really tricky. Mm. Um, but there, you absolutely hit the nail on the head there with recognising it. So one of the biggest things we can do and, and how we can kind of build up our own resilience is recognising how you're responding to stuff and looking back at times when you've been through change um, and thinking about how you responded and whether that response was 
proportionate, whether that it was like evidence based, whether it was um, kind of whether you made some impulsive decisions and actually looking back how you could have approached it differently and also what the outcome was. So quite often we do this thing where we if we don't know what the outcome is going to be that can feel quite threatening and then our mind automatically goes to presuming it's going to be the worst case scenario outcome which 9.9 times out of 10 it it isn't so just reflecting on that and thinking oh was I expecting it to be worse than it actually was and did I almost project myself into that future negative situation when it actually didn't happen and just then remembering that when you're going through other times of change that it it usually is never as bad as, as you think Oh, I love that. That's, um, that makes, yeah, I've, oh my goodness. I definitely know when you say stuff, I'm like, yes, yep, no, I do that. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally do that. that. But do you know what I think we all do? Even though, you know, even people in a role like me who help people to not do this, we all still do it ourselves. Um, but just reckon it's, it's actually more about recognizing it it's not about not not necessarily doing it it's recognizing when you're doing it and then approaching it differently differently and I I think I saw on a TED talk the other day they were saying about the whole if you've been through a challenge or a setback in life oh they worded it really well and I can't remember how they said it basically if you've learned from it it's not a failure because you automatically think a challenge or a change is going to be could not any change but it could be like you were just saying you're going to expect the worst um but if you've learned from it then then it's not it's a it's actually like you should be really proud of it like boom hello i'm back Mm. i'm the phoenix rising from the flames yeah (laughs) hello check me out I'm back and better than ever but it's so true because we do always get through it and I think we forget that sometimes when we're going through a real difficult period of change that we forget that actually our track record of getting through change previously is probably 100% it's fine we do do it it's just a challenging thing at the time to go through so that what you just mentioned there I watched an interview um with Professor Green who's blimmin amazing he does so much great advocacy stuff for mental health and um watched an interview with him I can't remember who it was with now but they were talking about resilience and um how you how you build how you build it up and they were saying that actually in order to build up a level of resilience you probably have to go through some adversity to to get that it's like building up your own toolkit or your like mental artillery to deal with it next time and actually if you haven't been through any of that then it, it can really floor you when it does happen yeah I that, do you know what I was thinking something similar in the sense that it sounds cliche but often the thing you've been dreading that then happens and you come out the other side of it, you look back and you go, well, thank goodness that did happen. Thank goodness that led Mm. me to that, which led me to that, which led me to that. So, um, Mm. and I mean, is it, is it really silly to say if you hadn't been through these things, life would be, oh, I don't know. I don't want to say that because it's, you know, like not, you know, (laughs) it just, it's part of life. I was going to go for Ronan Keating. Yes. There's the song reference. <laughs> life is a roller coaster. Just got to ride it, baby. Indeed. And life does sadly throw things at you that you can't always plan. Um, 
and yeah I think it is definitely you know it's an inevitable part of life isn't it that we have to change and adapt um and I think I do honestly think that we're we're all born with like a base level of resilience if you like and actually what happens to us in our lives will kind of increase or reduce that ability to deal with it and I think it can really so if you if you if you imagine someone that's been through a lot of change and a lot of adversity actually there's they've got a kind of a bit of a choice to make there about turning it into something positive or kind of falling into sort of victim mode Um, and it's really really difficult to do that at the time particularly if you've faced a lot of challenges over you know over a period of time and life feels really blimmin unfair actually sometimes but learning to reflect on those changes and how you responded to them and how you can actually deal with it a little bit better next time is really important I was gonna say where because I guess in the times where life you know you might have gone through something like that or life is in a different stage and it seems a bit calmer maybe how do we develop resilience then like Mm. what things can we do so I again I don't do enough of this at all but one of the things you can do and actually it can be really small things but pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and doing those things that you are fearful of or you are thinking the worst case scenario of actually facing them and doing them and then hopefully being able to see that it's it's not always a negative outcome and you are actually much more capable of dealing with those things and conquering those things than you give yourself credit for oh that is that's brilliant because that it's the fear factor that stops you from doing certain things and I I find Mm. that somewhere I think deep down I knew I know that if I'd have if I'd done that thing that I knew would make me feel it's it's like a self-confidence thing isn't it or Mm. a kind of um I want to say like independence self oh what's the word not self-assured but kind of like Mm. I don't really know what I'm getting at yeah the self-confidence thing yeah I think it is and we don't we don't get that unless you do things that are challenging so I remember when I first came on your show (laughs) and do you know what I'm so grateful for that because we would not be doing this right now but honestly I was so nervous I think I even might have had a glass of wine with my friend before (laughs) I went yes I love that I was so nervous and I remember when I was asked to do well they basically emailed our our um sort of department and said does anyone want to do it and I was like oh oh god I'm really nervous but I think I think I could do it because public speaking is like my worst case scenario but I knew I wouldn't be able to see any of those people um and I honestly loved it and it led to better things so there's a lesson (laughs) oh that's so that literally like makes my hair stand up on end on my arm oh that's that's weird isn't it but it's true but like that's that was such an honor for for me because actually I wouldn't have probably I think I put a front on it when I'm doing radio stuff but I was nervous as well because that was the first time I'd kind of hosted a show like that and we were just literally throwing the floor open to talking about topics that I knew I wanted to talk about but I probably 
in a live environment was kind of a bit like nervous but what was brilliant is that you were so great and uh it just had you just flowed I felt Stop. so um oh that's so good that that led to that <laughs> that led to this no it did it did exactly but the same back at you you know you you made me feel really confident and comfortable in that scenario um but it does just absolutely go to show that that you can put yourself in those situations and you do do better than you think that you will do at the end of the day usually I had a small one of those at the weekend um I actually felt a bit nervous about because I, I'm preferring to drive at the moment than they're still saying with public transport. Obviously, if you have to use it, you have to use it and totally understand. But if you can, you can avoid it. Um, so it was like a two hour journey up to sort of north west London um, in the car. And I honestly, I'd thought about it for days before and already thought mm. about the worst thing that could happen. And even as I got in the car... I was thinking about bad things that could happen. Mm. I just still did it though. It's not, it didn't get as far as stopping me, but I would say it probably altered my enjoyment a little bit that day because, well, no, once Mm. I was there, I felt better. But yeah, I was nervous about doing a long journey in the car. Mm. Yeah, that's really natural, isn't it? Particularly at the moment. And with, with the whole control thing so what you were just talking about there about what's in kind of whether you decide to drive or what choices you make in order to to do that challenging thing actually it's really important to focus on those things so we we quite often with change get really wrapped up in the things that we can't control when there are elements of that that you can control so focusing on those things and also remembering your responsibility within that change particularly in a work environment it's so difficult when situations mean that decisions are made that you don't necessarily agree with that are out of your control but remembering that actually that's not your responsibility to make that decision Um, but you still probably have an element of control somewhere in how you respond to it or or then how you move it forward. Yeah, that's an interesting point. When you don't have control and when you start taking on responsibility for things that aren't... Yeah, you, you can't laden yourself with it, but sometimes you naturally do take it on yourself, like that it's your... Not your... Yeah, your... Yeah. Oh my goodness. I I think it's, I really think the control thing is interesting. Mm. I think that is a big part of it, isn't it? Mm, It is. We could do a whole nother podcast on control in all areas of life. (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking that would be really good. (laughs) Um, Um, I'm just going to get in a little shout out actually to my friend um, who writes an amazing blog, which is called Some Kind of 50. And she's fabulous. She's on Insta. She's got her own um, blog website. And she talks a lot about um, kind of control and and finding happiness and um, kind of being confident in your own self and you're making your own decisions. So check her out. She's fab. Oh, yeah, she sounds really good. And I think when you see other people doing it and taking ownership of their lives like that, there's something inspiring in it. And it makes you think, why can't I do do that? And even if it takes a bit of time, it's they're almost like 
at a distance mentors that you can kind of look to and be like, mm. you got this, I got this. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and just knowing that it's a bit of a commonality at the moment as well. Every Everybody's going through a level of change, aren't they? So being able to feel not alone in it, I think, in mm. itself is quite powerful. Oh, yeah, because the change at the moment is out of our control a lot of the time, which I definitely have noticed that's where I get a little bit more anxious when it's it takes a bit of time to adapt when it feels like it's kind of thrust upon you. But Definitely does, yeah. But do you know what? It's completely, that's a completely normal response and that's our natural responses and actually it would be odd if we were not responding in that way. So it's just a normal it's a normal response I know it doesn't necessarily make it any easier but knowing that actually yeah my body is working in the way that it should be and it's protecting me in the way that it should be um and finding the little things within that that you do have control over like you know whether or not you choose to go to a shop or whether or not you choose to go and see some friends you you have the control within that even if we don't have larger large control not our responsibility (laughs) And I like that word. Did you say commonality? Commonality. Yeah. yeah it's a great word. I think that's so important because with whatever you're going through, there's probably, well, not even probably, definitely someone else who's been through it or is going through it. And that is actually a good thing about the internet. I'm not saying mm. like go and randomly make friends with loads of strangers. I mean, you can if you want to, but um, surely on all the advice <laughs> sites and stuff, there's going to be similar narratives of people that have been there. Mm, yeah yeah definitely and and finding kind of similar ways so ways that they're they're um coping with the situation and trying those out yourself so all the normal things like um finding ways to relax and eating well and getting enough sleep and stuff and even mindfulness I know I probably mentioned mindfulness in every episode (laughs) but just not and not even practicing meditation but like knowing that right now is all that is real like trying not to project yourself into that future scenario when you actually have no idea what it's going to look like it's a kind of wasted energy and it's ruining your enjoyment of now so just holding on to that fact that all that is real is right now and we can just take it a day at a time and and that's all we can do I like that a lot as usual I think probably what I'll do is I'll listen back and write down all the brilliant advice (laughs) oh let me check out this podcast from helen and steph this looks good yeah okay (laughs) i'll do that but we forget it don't we even though we say it we all forget to do it ourselves i know we always like finishing Mm. on three things should we do our three things for this week yes so we're going for three things we have learned from change Ooh, who's gonna go first gosh i don't think i've learned anything (laughs) (laughs) um i think you i think you go first okay my number one from things i've learned from change is i'm normally stronger than i think so in those situations where change is happening and i'm freaking out freaking out like i totally think i'm not capable of anything and i yeah this is talking actually going back to what you were saying about worst case scenario and I forget that I have been through stuff before and I am definitely yeah stronger than I think Mm. 
Definitely. That's such a good one. There's another song in there. I want to say Kelly Clarkson. Yes. What does... <laughs> oh, no, I nearly started actually singing then. No. <laughs> Brilliant. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, I think, is the is the fret is the uh song title that we're looking for tune <laughs> great karaoke classic yes um yeah i totally get that and i think yeah similarly um that actually things are less scary when you do them so you always fear um, the fear can be quite irrational of something. And actually, when you do it, it is not as scary as you think, such as being on the radio. Doesn't apply to being in a field of cows, still have that phobia. <laughs> That's not going to change. <laughs> I'm not I'm not up for uh, exposure therapy with cows, I'm afraid. Oh. But when it comes to when it comes to like um, change stuff, yeah, it's it's it can feel quite scary. And actually, it often isn't. But do you know what? Cows are actually social distancing at the moment. I've seen it in fields, so prob's going to be all right. <laughs> they're washing their hands with hand sanitizer. <laughs> Brilliant. And they're keeping their two metre distance from me. I don't care about each other. <laughs> um, uh, my next one for learning from change is to take it a day at a time. Again, what you were saying about getting ahead of yourself, I definitely do that and when I've slowed that down a bit and tried to appreciate the current day and what is going on instead of thinking a million steps ahead, that that really helps. Mm. Yeah, it really does. And it's really easy to forget to do that, isn't it? But it's really important because you just miss out on the here and now and enjoying what's happening right now. Mm. Um, my... One of mine, I think, is just knowing um, my kind of stresses, so my like stress triggers. So the things that during change are the things that really stress me out (laughs) and what I can do about that. So you can't necessarily avoid them, but how I respond to them is really important. So how if something is outside of my control and I know that that's really stressful, um, how I can respond to that in a more positive way. Oh, yeah. That's a goodie. That's knowing mm. yourself as well, which does take time. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And you have to go through some of these things, like we said, to kind of get to know how you deal with things. I think my final one's going to be sleep. Sleep like a baby. I love sleep. Oh, yes. It's just, I know. I know how much I need. And yes, it might be more than the next person. No, it's not necessarily, but I can cope sometimes with a bit less, but I do like a certain amount. And it's funny, actually, it was only my grandma recently that was like, well, you do know what you get like. And I'm like, I'm in my 30s. This is like horrendous that my grandma can still, you know, (laughs) be like, you need to get some more sleep because you're just being a bit ratty you know, a bit irrational <laughs> and then everything will be a lot better. Uh, it's like being a toddler. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I feel like I am a baby when it comes to sleep. But as soon as I've had a bit more, I am, I can access that calmer, more rational part of my brain a lot easier. Mm, yeah, so sleep is actually so another good podcast, but so vital for like mental well-being, has such an impact. 
Yes, mm. love that. My last one is going to be accepting that you can't always attribute reasons to change. So as much as we like to um, kind of explain things and attach explanations to things, sometimes you just can't. Sometimes these things just happen and you can actually get yourself in a bit of a hole by trying to explain them. And sometimes you just can't. Sometimes they it's just something that's happened and you need to just accept that it's happened rather than trying to attribute blame or reason. Oh gosh, I'm so bad for that one as well. That is such good advice. That is so good to think about that. This The analytical, like there must be a reason for this. Yeah, 100%. That's so good. Mm. It's human nature, isn't it? We like to find reasons for stuff and we like to find evidence for stuff, but there sometimes isn't any. Mm. Oh, I've loved chatting as always a great topic it's been so good you know what I've actually learned stuff even just by saying it out loud I'm like I need to do that I need to I need to stop doing that (laughs) so good isn't it I know and if if by the way you're listening and you're thinking oh uh we I'd really like to hear them chat about this or that topic within mental health um you can email us helen and steph at gmail.com that'd be lovely yeah, drop us a line and you can find us on Insta at um, Helen and Steph underscore Muddle 3. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Oh, we're having a week off next week, so I'm on holiday. Woohoo! Oh, amazing. Have, an, have a lovely break. Have a really nice, nice holiday. Well, gel. Yeah, I'm just going to eat loads. I will actually really miss this on Wednesday, though. Oh. <laughs> So we'll be back fresh and new the week after. We'll see you then. See you then. Bye. Bye.